Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of Our Own Devices. We're going to talk about something that's very close to all of us, right? It's something that we all use. And before the smartphone came into the picture, this was the in thing. This was the gadget that we all grew upon. At least I grew upon that. And that I guess you would have guessed by now that this is the one thing that we all used to get scolded for spending too much time in front of. And that is the television. With us this time is Sudeep Sahu of Xiaomi to tell us what's happening in the space of televisions which are getting smarter, bigger, larger, sharper, all of that. Sudeep, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Very glad to be here. I think uh, we've been trying to make this happen for a long time and I'm very happy that we finally found a time together to go and sit and talk and chat about uh, what's happening in the world of TVs. For people who don't know me, my name is Sudeep. I lead the uh, smart TV product site at Xiaomi India. And uh, yeah, so again, happy to answer all the questions. From a TV perspective, to give you a brief, uh, we started our business a few years ago. We entered the market. You know, we started with the, the iconic MeTV for the super slim TV. Some of you guys might remember that TV from the 2018. That was the first TV. So we've come a long way. Smart TVs have become smarter, as you said. They are becoming more and more uh, better each day as we speak. And uh, over the past journey and, and in the last four years, there have been a few things that has happened in the sense the internet, as we know, right, the geos of the world and the internet became more and more affordable. And Xiaomi was at the right time where we introduced this TV. And it was not about just introducing a TV, right, or that particular TV. It was also the support of all the content that was being produced and put out there. I think back in the day, we had less than 10 content applications on our patch wall. But today, I think you will be at least spending a few minutes, if not hours, trying to find what content to watch that is to your liking. So yeah, we've come a long way. Watching is that. My entire TV watching is figuring out what to watch. And then I've again not found what to watch. So, you know, like another day, another day of surfing. Yeah, I mean, again, it is what it is, right? Today, we have been spoiled for options and it's a great thing. And again, like you said, even I grew up with a so-called idiot box, right? I used to get scolding for not doing my homework or watching too much, playing games, video games on the TV. But yeah, again, today the TV, the content is it's, it's just out there. You name it in the type of content, the type of genre of content, it's available. And all thanks to, you know, the availability of new age smart TVs, if I may call that. Because let's be honest, there were smart TVs before Xiaomi entered the market, but they were not truly smart, right? But the truly smart TV that we have been seeing in the last four and a half, five years has completely changed the way we have been consuming. And the content habit also has changed. So 
again the whole ecosystem is going forward with us and i think shami has been played us probably a, a decent part in pushing that needle and helping people come to this side of the smart tv world so every time i've had a chance to speak with somebody who is in the tv business and especially if it's a company that also does smartphones i ask this question is it like a natural progression to build tvs for a smartphone company because if you look at the technology if you look powers a television now the tv is pretty much a extra large smartphone right because a lot of the functionality is the same a lot of ui ux is similar it sort of grows from where a smartphone was is that right you no know, do you actually bring in a lot of learning from your smartphone space to create a television so uh, good question the thing is when again smartphone and smart tv while they seems to be you know there's some form of uh, similarities but the way you design a smart tv or the way you approach the software in a smart tv is very very different than than a smartphone fundamentally yes at the end of the day they are android so we use android as our base platform then there are multiple operating systems out there like there's fire tv os there's the tizen os there's lg's web os right so there are different oss and if you notice all of this operating systems are tweaked particularly for the tv consumption so yes while at one point it looks the same but it's not necessarily that okay i'm doing smartphone let me go and do smart tvs if i have to jog back my memory and we've been trying to do smart tvs for a very very long time right but 2018 i think was a is the right time and of course we were planning this little earlier it was a right time to bring smart tv because back then most people if not all they used to think us a tv if i can watch my phone's content in a bigger screen or a larger screen that is a smart tv case in point miracast was and a browser having these two things and a wifi connection so there were the three key things and a usb pen drive and a usb of course you have to plug in and because let's be honest right content was not streaming was not the one stop solution for everyone right so back then these three things connectivity to the internet able to browse on a larger screen and mirroring which is literally the miracast is the mirroring your smartphone was smart tv and in the early days after we launched our smart tvs even then most people for them they were still doing miracast we had to go and educate customers hey listen you already have that application no need to go and mirror so smart tvs fundamentally were there before even we entered but from where we came we wanted to relook at the whole experience or you may say the user interaction right how they interact with the smart tv so the whole concept of patchwork was born again we had to rethink how to do it in india because india is a little different market and we did some innovation back then so the whole idea was to bring this whole concept of the world of content into the foreground so that a people don't have to go and like jump into different different applications but also at the same time we wanted to have all the applications or all the content on the smart tvs and not just a box with just connectivity to mirroring your phone or let's say just connecting to wifi so fundamentally while it seems similar but we kind of came and brought a real or a true smart tv experience i would say to more and more people i think that is where our strength lies we went in uh, shipped a lot of uh, millions of smart tv so while it seems natural maybe it's not very easy smart tv is a whole different world there is own set of challenges it's not very easy to just go and like okay let's just change the chipset or let's just go and change uh, too many things there is uh, so many things that you can only do in a smart tv so yeah 
You know, I remember a conversation with Hugo, you know, many years ago when Xiaomi was sort of coming up as a new brand. And I remember him telling me something very interesting. And I always think about Xiaomi with that context. He had told me pricing is also innovation. And when I see the Xiaomi smart TVs across any size, any type, any screen type, you know, all of that, it always is innovating on the price. It's giving you a price that is not there otherwise. Right. So is that something that you guys constantly strive for, even as you move into newer categories? Of course, that's, I think India as a market, as everybody knows, it's, is very, very critical the way you price your products. You can have the best of features, but if you don't price it right at a particular sec, you know, category or a particular laddering, it's not going to fly with people, right? When we were thinking about smart TVs, that was one of the key things. If I have to look back 2017, 2016, Android TVs were $70,000 and above. Now for us, they were very sure that no matter if you launch a 32-inch TV, or the biggest of the sizes. Again, till date we have done 75, but back then we were thinking about 55 inch. So even if you do either of the spectrum, A, the user experience has to be exactly the same. That was our fundamental philosophy when we were building the software. B, we knew that we had to bring this true or a true smart TV or a real smart TV experience to the 32 inch TVs also. Otherwise, it's not gonna, like you said, the pricing has to be very, very critical. So when we came to the market, I think it created a lot of disruption and nobody was offering Android Smart TV. And as we have gone on a journey in the last four and a half years, I think we have had different series, which caters to different, obviously, objectives. Each product needs to have certain set of features, but at the same time also needs to be aware, okay, I cannot go beyond certain threshold, right? Otherwise, there is no upper limit when you're building a product. It's, it's as easy as, you know managing your, let's say I play a, a fantasy football league or any league, you have limited budgets always. It's so is the case when you're building any product. So while you assess the market, you know where the majority of the market lies. But at the same time, you also have to have certain differentiation in terms of laddering. It's not just product, but also in terms of pricing so that you cater to each category's need. So yes, pricing is super, super important. While that is very important, at the same time, you also ensure there is this balance between the right set of need, what you think, and what your consumer wants. Sometimes it so happens you might be thinking, okay, let me just keep adding more stuff and make it so much better, like 30% better than the competition. But you have to be very aware what does that consumer wants, let's say a sub 15,000 TV. You have to strike that balance so that you have the right ingredients. At the same time, you also are better than your competition. So at the end of the day, we take, you know, different series are there for the same reason. Let's say we have a Redmi and a Xiaomi line. We cater to different sort of needs so that A, we cover the majority of uh, or the entire universe uh, in the smart TV space, but at the same time also keep an eye on that on the price. So as you mentioned this laddering, have you seen the Indian customer and you guys have been here for a few years now, have you seen a progression in the Indian customer? You know, people are moving to larger screens, you know, especially driven by this pandemic demand that, you, you know, maybe not everybody's now comfortable going to a cinema all the time to watch their favorite movie. They are bringing the big screen experience home. And it helps that a lot of the movies now end up in your living room. You know, even if it has a theatrical release, it's in your living room in maybe two weeks, right? So is that sort of triggering people moving to larger screens inside the home? Of course, of course. So we have seen that phenomenon. If I take the first two years of our operations in India, right? Majority of the market was 
the 24 to 30 inch. Now, within the first two years, we already saw a shift. Most that market of like 24 inch and below was like literally vanished, right? And today, practically everything is smart TV, right? Uh, you just go to the market, there's everything only a smart TV, which is not the case. That was the first significant shift that we saw people moving to 32 inch and above. So that was the first step. Second thing that we have noticed in the last two years, like you said, we were all stuck at home. For us, entertainment was the TV, right? We did see a rise in people opting for 4K. That is one phenomenon that happens with the ecosystem, right? You have more 4K content coming, more players pushing out content in 4K. At the same time, people moving to 4K. The other thing that we've also seen, the bigger screen sizes also have started taking footing in the whole scheme of things. While your smaller sizes are the majority, we also see a lot of people moving up the ladder in terms of sizes. So there are three things happen. The 24 and below sort of like completely moved. People move to 4K, but at the same time, people also moving to uh, larger sizes. So it's not very uncommon for people having now 50 inch or 55 inch TV, which is not the case, let's say four years ago. Is it right to say in a way that 4K, like, you know, used to have full HD as the standard for a few years. Now we are, you know, gradually moving to 4K as the standard. That's something people expect when they buy a new TV, especially these years. So it, again, 4K is definitely more of a future proof, right? So for example, what we have seen is, let's say 43 inch full HD and 4K, right? So we are slowly seeing people more inclined to the 4K part because they know, okay, let me put some extra money, but I also have that future proofing of 4K panel so that maybe today I don't subscribe to the 4K OTT guys or the plans that provide you 4K uh, streaming, but maybe in six months time or one year's time, I can start streaming uh, 4K content. So yes, 4K along with the size, we are seeing a trend. People generally tending to future proofing uh, case in point, which I just uh, shared with you. And uh, you guys also recently launched the OLED screens in India, right? How are you seeing the traction on that? Because OLED has been there for a few years. It's been considered a very premium product. But again, you know, Xiaomi entering that space means again, you know, you're making that segment more accessible to people. So how are you seeing the take up on that? So OLED for us was uh, a step that has not just happened overnight, right? If you think about a couple of years ago, starting 2020, we started taking pouring into the premium smartphone more and more. So you start seeing more of the Xiaomi. So the same sort of uh, philosophy we also took to our TV lineup, right? So if you notice, we started it with the QLED 55, then the 75 inch. The idea was to bring the premium smart TV experience to more and more people. And for us today, if you look at it in 55 inch TV, you have various you know options just from Xiaomi, right? You have the Redmi uh, X55, you have the um, Xiaomi 5X55, you have the QLED 55, but we also knew that there are some people who want the ultimate in-picture technology. And OLED for me and for a lot of folks, we know that that is the best or the most premium that you can get when it comes to picture technology. So we wanted to bring that and have that option for people. Of course, it comes with like amazing picture clarity and it has its own advantages. For us, that was the idea to bring the most premium product that we can build to India. Of course, OLED has been there. Our options also available. So there is the Redmi series, there's the Mi series, there is the QLED series. Uh, now you have the OLED series. So in just a 51 size, you have all these options available for consumers. Other thing, we touched upon it a little bit earlier. You know, So as see, every TV is a smart TV now, and people are expecting a certain level of smartness that is access to all sorts of apps and all of these things. But there is also a level of intelligence that TVs themselves are gaining, right? Especially in terms of content recommendation. Because it should gradually know the kind of stuff that you see. Almost all TV brands have one hub 
which is maybe looking at all your uh, experiences across different ott apps and stuff and maybe recommending stuff to you is that something shomi is also you know cognizant of how do you work on creating that intelligence within your operating system itself that's a very good question again personalization as easy as it sounds is very very difficult to do the key reason here being in ott space you have so many different players right while you have our operating system it's a little difficult to build built on the existing platforms we have been thinking about personalization we have taken baby steps if you go to patchwork today you can actually go and select certain languages that you understand so that we can first filter that out and show you recommendations from movies and tv shows only in those languages again you can select for example you might be speaking three or four languages right so you can go and choose these set of languages and patchwork will automatically refresh this suggestions or recommendations on the movie section and the tv show section so that is sort of like the first layer that we have done again the team has been thinking has been working how do you take it to the next step i think to do that first you have to understand your consumer what are they liking right to do any recommendation you need to first understand them so i think we have a long way to go it's something that we have been constantly thinking constantly working on it's not going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen for everybody at the same time right so you'll have certain set of partners who will be willing to work with you because being the number one sort of like smart tv brand right we have that onus of leading the forefront on in innovations like this and bringing forth and in tv this has not been done at a large scale right with across all the utility so we have been talking to multiple partners we have ideas it's just little we're not there yet the tech is not ready yet i would say but we will get there one day so the idea is what do you exactly said right when i turn on the tv and the tv should show me what i want to watch and if not 100% hit it should be in the larger like 80% or 85% of hit uh, from a from a suggestion perspective so yes i think someday we will get there we are not like there yet but we are not very far to be honest so it's all about baby steps taking step by step so personalization is like i said is the first but uh, we will work closely with partners to figure what is the next step and how do you make this personalization better as an ecosystem company you know you have products across the range i remember from pens to screwdrivers to TVs and what not so how important is it for devices to talk to each other like you have a smartphone you have a tv at the same time you have maybe you know a lot of other things and a lot of your users are people who are very brand conscious who are xiaomi fans in a way and will have a lot of stuff in their room so how important or is it really important for these devices to talk to each other create a mesh of their own be intelligent in that sense yeah i think we have done that in some ways if you think about the mi home app right uh, you already have that on your phone and uh, when we launched smart tv this application was not even there right so while we launched a lot of these other products we also realized for some people smart tvs it's not just about consuming content it is also about interacting with them so we went and literally wrote uh, the mi home app from ground up for the smart tvs right so that you can watch the mi smart security camera that we launched few years ago you can turn on and off the robo vacuum cleaner that launched uh, during the pandemic so device talking to each other is super super critical like it's not enough if you can just stream your content anymore right you need to talk to devices you need to interact with devices in the most convenient and easiest way it cannot be cumbersome so if you see our application of the mi home app on the xiaomi smart tvs is actually very different and very minimalistic it's this basic function to interact and come out but while as on the phone you have so many touch points so it's a smartphone so you can go and do so certain things so when we build all of these things we take care of now that there is a large screen format and how does that interface looks like with the minimalist with the least 
steps involved and the least buttons involved so that it doesn't get overwhelmed because at the end of the day you just want to like see and interact and come back you're not going to go and do a lot of heavy work right so for that you have the smartphone uh, which is always there for you so yes devices communicating with each other is very very critical we work with google assistant we work with alexa uh, most of our devices do talk to each other of course i'm sure one day will come where all of these different different worlds will start talking together but right now we go and implement you know the google assistant stream of things and the uh, alexa thing of stream of things and we let users choose how they want to talk and interact with the consumer so i have one last question before we wind up to the if you can do a little bit of crystal ball gazing what do you think are the next big things which are going to come into the tv space wow if i have to what do you are most excited about i think uh, for me personally smart tvs if i have to talk purely from a tv technology perspective there is lot of new technologies out there that will soon become more and more common there is mini leds you know qd oleds there are a lot of new technologies and if you think about the pure hardware side of things the picture side of things uh, that gets evolved every uh, a decade or so right uh, so you had the crts and then the leds i think in the next decade we will see more and more of the existing technology becoming more and more accessible but at the same time you also have newer technologies coming down in the audio space i feel tv has come a long way i foresee more and more people getting into the whole audio side of things and not just in the headphones but also ex- expecting that from the tv so that's why you see a lot of these devices coming with the latest of the dolbys and the dts technologies that rtvs also come with but from a software side if i have to purely talk about i think people the biggest thing that can happen in the next 10 years is definitely personalization which is again is not very easy in the tv world because of the way the ecosystem is built but i foresee one personalization in the software side of things becoming like people will expect it to be there otherwise it's not going to be a smart tv it's having 30 different applications is not going to be enough uh, like we are speaking today what 4 years ago what smart tv was maybe 10 years down the line people will say okay just having 30 application was not the definition of smart tv and like i mentioned different assistants talking to each other all the devices talking to each other without a boundary i feel we will definitely head there in some way or the other i don't know how that's going to happen but i feel and i truly hope that one day the, the devices talking to each other will not be dependent on what type of operating system was there or which brand of operating system that you went to i think they will all start talking to each other i think that's my hope and i think it might happen <laughs> if, if soon if not sooner at least little later i'm so happy sudeep that you did not say that the next big thing is going to be 150 inch tv so <laughs> because my house definitely can't fit something like that but thanks a lot for being on the show it was a fascinating conversation with a lot of insight thank you so much i was really glad to be here and i hope your listeners have got some insights on what we do and how how things are in the smart tv space thank you absolutely you were listening to sudeep sahu of shomi we'll be back again next week with another guest and lot of more interesting conversation this is nandugopal rajan signing off and we are available everywhere you listen to your podcast you are listening to our own devices by nandugopal rajan for the indian express this week's episode was edited and mixed by suresh pawar and produced by anant nath sharma and me damini german if you liked this show remember to share it on your social media handles and don't forget to tag us we go by express audio you can find us on twitter and instagram If you have any feedback write to us at podcast@indianexpress.com that's podcasts with an s see you soon Tax day is coming oh no 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 